This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Yeah. Well, it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday. What do you say we get started with what we're going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? Mommy, tell me what to do when the stock market goes down. And the dogs made their life a whole lot richer. Mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, what am I going to do? Well, here's a thing that concerns me and should concern you. Three out of four Americans, specifically 74%, said in a recent survey of 3,000 people, these were all adults, that if there was a moderate to big, whatever that means, decline in the stock market, these, you know, remember words don't have any very specific meanings, they would sell out of the stock market and run. That is literally stupid. Oh no! Here's the thing. One of the items everybody should always remember, never forget, is that are you investing for the short, intermediate, or long term? You need to look at what long term rates are, 5, 10, 15, 20 years. How have things performed? And every single year, you should always be selling your best investments. But what does that mean? Why would I want to sell my best investments? Because you want to take a haircut. You want to do that periodically. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Paul, you, you, you can't be a very good investment advisor if that's your advice. Yeah, I am because I'm unemotional. And what you want to do is lock in some of those gains. You ever heard of a thing called buy low and sell high? The problem is it's emotional to sell things that are on the upside. It is hard to sell your best investments. It's hard to put money into your lousy investments. But that's how people make money. Buy low, health, uh, sell high. That's all there is to it. So what we do have is a whole bunch of people are going to do the same thing they've always done. It's the reason why most people don't have a pot to pee in, let alone the piddle to put into the pot. And that is they are always doing the, the worst things. It's the reason why most people should have a fiduciary-based investment advisor and not one of these idiotic advisors, agents, bankers, brokers, dealers, or financial planners that's always trying to sell something. Don't do that. Just don't do that. And again, if you want more information, you just got to get a hold of me. I'll tell you how this works. But 74% of Americans say that if, oh, well, things go down, what are they going to do? They're going to freak out and they're going to dump their portfolios. I don't know about you, but I think that's uh, plain utterly stupid. Let's talk a little bit about fads, trends, and speculations. The pet industry is uh, a $90.5 billion business as of 2018, 2019. It's a 95.7 billion dollar business. In 2020, it's now a $99 billion business. Now, Chewy has a distribution facility not too far from where our office is located, about uh, five or 10 miles down the road. Now, they did really well. In the second quarter of 2021, they did net sales of $2.16 billion. They grew nearly 27% over last year. Their gross margins are 27.5%. And overall, they're up 200 basis points. Now, a basis point is one one-hundredth of 1%. So 200 basis points, 100 equals 1%, 200 equals 2%. So they've done pretty damn well, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But I do think that you should be very, very focused on a couple of different things. So let me give you this. Obviously, pets are a growing customer engagement area, okay? We're really comfortable that you're going to see people with the ongoing pandemic. It's just, it's going to continue. You know, the mommy, mommy, what do I do? Take care of me. Give me a, a sucker and take care of everything. But what you're going to see is more and more people are going to be getting back to work. And what do they do with their dogs and cats? So, 
private dog sitting, dog walking, taking care of the cat and the fish. People are going to be taking vacations. What are they going to do? They get attached to the animal, but now they got to take care of it. Now, there's only so many places out there, but a lot of people are looking for a private one-on-one relationship with somebody to take care of their animal. So, Let's say you take a dog in, you've got, you know, you've got a house, you can, you've got the room, right? I want you to think about this. We're not talking about kids now, we're talking about kid dogs. Let's say you have a couple of dogs in your house, right? You're making $25 to $30 a day. On the low end, that's $15 to $20. On the high end, that's $65 to $90, depending upon your urban area. But let's say you've got an average of two or three dogs a day in the house. You're making $60 a day. That's not a lot of money, right? But what are you doing? You're not doing a lot. You're giving food and water. You're giving, taking the pet outside, providing a little companionship. You know, you might uh, change their bedding, give a little exercise. You might dispense some medication. But the key thing is what you're doing as a pet sitter is you also might be running some errands for the people that are working. Okay, they got they make good money. But the key thing is at the end of the day, what is your gross and net? And this is something I used to talk to a lot of younger people back in the 80s and 90s when I actually, you know, went and saw people face to face like this. Now everything is on the internet. What I would say to you is it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. So a lot of you, especially ladies, you're out working a job. And by the time you pay for your hair, your nails, you pay for your clothing, you pay for the gas, childcare, everything, what is your net? So again, let's say you're making $60 a day and you're doing this five days a week. That's $300 that you make. And let's say that $300 is actually not only your gross, but basically your net. You see where I'm going with this? So Pets, dogs, pet sitting, whatever it is, running a few errands for people, you might actually make more money doing that. Your spouse has got a good job making Bitcoin, but you have the extra money that's going into the investment portfolio. And instead of freaking out and, oh my God, everything's going to hell in the handbasket, instead of freaking out, you're banking it and you're making good coin. With that, we'll see you tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. sharp. We're out of here. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? Because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech.